0: hi welcome to the first episode of the simple wisdom podcast my name is lauren and um it's just gonna be me and you today you're my guest and we're gonna talk about resting rest is hard on the seventh day god rest was the first six days of creation that there was activity and um If God is telling you to rest, as hard as that might be, and believe me, there are some of you, you may be one in particular that's listening to me right now where it's very hard for you to just rest. (laughs) You're driven, you're ambitious, you want to get things done, you're a go-getter. You feel guilty if you're not doing anything. You become confused and frustrated and annoyed if things are not laid out, uh, if there is no to-do list, if, if there's no itinerary. And honestly, if you sit back and look at life, that's really not how it works anyway. Um, there, are, there are self-made people, uh, self-made millionaires, billionaires, or entrepreneurs, whatever, and that term self-made is very interesting to me because it almost signifies that they did it all on their own with no help, and uh, that's impossible. They got help, whether it was through resources or other people or knowledge and wisdom that they gained on their own to apply to their journey that's a source of help but because this is a faith-based podcast and if you're listening to me I I pray that you have faith in a higher power I believe in God we are different than most we don't do things without the acknowledgement of God. God is our source. God is our provider. God is who sets us in the right place at the right time with the right people, the right opportunities, divine appointments, divine interventions. You have to be a believer in that mindset to even listen and receive what I'm saying. Um, If you are not, then... I wish you well on your journey. Good luck. But if you are, you cannot leave that element out of your journey. That's part of it. Um, There is no halfway in with this faith walk. You're either all in or you're not. Don't be lukewarm. And acknowledging God is the first step to receiving the instruction and the direction that you need. So getting back to resting, apparently all the work that you needed to do is done if he's telling you to rest, okay? So go sit down. Remember that this is a process, seed, time, harvest. If you planted all the seeds, then you must give it time, all right? Go on a vacation or something. Uh, Start binge watching your favorite show. Spend some time with loved ones. Uh, Take your kids to a water park. Like, I'm serious. You have to rest. Um, It's healthy. You have to replenish. When you're working out, I go to the gym. After I leave the gym, I usually uh, have a beverage with electrolytes And um, sometimes I may take a supplement, have a small meal, a fruit smoothie or a salad or something of that nature, Um, and I rest. You know, you're no good to anybody if you're just going, 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 going like the Energizer Bunny. So uh, there's this conflict of what rest means exactly. It doesn't mean to be lazy, it doesn't mean to do nothing, it just means to cease from working that particular activity that God is telling you to rest from and just be still. Being still is actually a verb. You're doing something, you're being still. <laughs> um, Now let's talk about the opposition to what I'm saying. All right. The enemy wants you to clog your mind uh, with all of these to-do lists, making you feel like there's still work to do. He'll put you on a guilt trip. Okay. He'll convict your spirit. And, uh, well, I shouldn't even say convict because God convicts our spirit in order to get our attention. Um, he will bring some type of condemnation. That's, that's the right way to say it. it's, it's an accusation of, uh, you know, well, you're not accomplishing anything. He may make you feel like if you don't do this or continue to try, try, try your failure. And that's not God's voice. It's not. Okay, making you believe that being still is uh, an act of disobedience when actually being still is an act of obedience by making you think that you're not accomplishing anything. All right? well, I just want to encourage you today and let you know and remind you that what the old ladies in the church have been saying for years, the devil is a liar, that's because he really is. And um, he's also the accuser of the brethren. That's what Satan is defined as the accuser of the brethren. Um, accusing you of of being less than or, <clears throat> excuse me, not um, having what it takes, not being smart enough. Um, you're dumb, you're a failure, you're a loser, you don't have what it takes, you'll never make it past a certain point. So you're now driven by lies and accusations instead of by faith and God's revelations. That sounded very clever. That was not my intention. That's just the way it came out. (laughs) So instead of believing that you'll never get anywhere unless you kick the door down, and take it by force. The world likes to teach us um, those things, and 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 maybe if you would realize that God is His burden is light, His yoke is easy. I've seen millionaires. Glide through an opportunity that would have been much more difficult had they had tried to do it their own way. That's not to say that God's way is always going to be easy. No, but when it's God's way, even the challenge and facing the opposition is grounded in faith It's healthy for you and all who are involved. There are lessons learned. There are accomplishments that come out of it. You don't end up in a tragic situation. You end up victorious. Okay. You want to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. So what are these things? Everything that you need. What you count as, or what I should say is what you want has you in a place of unrest right now. And that's what's driving you to feel like, oh, I got to go get this. I got to go get this. And then, oh boy. It doesn't help when we're in a society where we're surrounded by other people who seem to be getting it before you, or people you feel don't deserve it as much as you do. All that glitters is not gold, gold, like the shiny, you uh, are comparing yourself now that's dangerous. You should be your only competition. But even past that, do you really know the backstory as to how they got where they are? Not to say that all people did something trifling to receive their promotion. A lot of people do, a lot of people have zero cares. but then you have some people who earned it and that's okay. The same way you're earning yours. Don't look at them, look at God and the journey that he has you on, be inspired by them, continue to encourage and celebrate their victory. Oh, well, they seem to have skipped the line where I've been paying dues, but their dues may have been paid in a way where you don't feel those dues were applicable to the journey. But how would you know that? You have people who work in the performing arts that did not have to spend 20 plus years before getting a big break maybe they only spent five years as opposed to someone who's been it being in it for decades that's working but still waiting on that big red carpet breakthrough well there's a lot to be expected of someone that got their big break after six years and I'm just using this as an example we could put this to someone in corporate or someone working at a fast food restaurant. I mean, it all is the same. You don't know what dues that person is still going to have to pay once they get in, in the game on a higher level. That's going to make it harder for them. Uh, As opposed to you who, you know, may have spent years gaining and building producing and then once you get your time which your time is coming there is no doubt about that just be still right now until he gives you the next instruction when your time comes who knows you may be promoted above them what I'm saying it doesn't really matter it shouldn't matter um you don't know what that person had to go through You don't know what that person's history has been. You don't know the other person, the other people that are being blessed by that person that need that person's success. It's not always about them. Uh, I know someone that received promotion early in their career and that promotion uh, assisted them with uh, the care of a child that was born with a terminal illness. It wasn't, for them was for their child but if someone looking at them was upset or angry at their success not knowing what they have to come home to God sees your heart he sees how you're responding you just don't know what's on the other side of of that person's situation and then you have the darker side of it. You're envying and 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 you're you're wanting what someone else has. Because on the outside, it's glittery and shiny and looks like success. But then, once you learn of what's really going on, that person is dying of self destruction. They couldn't handle it. It came too soon. While you thought that they were winning over you, they simply took the bait. So, and I completely got off of what I was originally talking about, but that's okay. Because when that happens, I I like to believe that these are things that I was meant to say. You want to focus on your journey. While on your journey, you want to walk in the fruits of the spirit. What are the fruits of the spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, meekness, long-suffering, self-control. I think faith is one of them. But the long-suffering is the hardest one because it's the long suffering where we have to watch others sometimes get what we believe we should have. And here's the thing, you're not going to always have the answers. That's okay. That's actually what should make life a little bit more exciting because that puts you in a real true place of faith. God's got all the answers. And there are there are things you don't need to know everything. You really don't. It's probably safer for you not to know everything because then we have a tendency to lean into our own understanding. And, uh, he knows the dangerous places. He knows the vicious, venomous people. He knows the rooms that will, uh, demean us and humiliate us. He knows where we would be casting our pearls. He also knows where we would be celebrated. He also knows where we would be appreciated. He also knows where we would experience love and and receive the right kind of promotion. So in being still, ceasing from your physical works and sometimes it's mental, ceasing from worry, ceasing from fear. Be still in your mind, be still in your spirit. That's why I mentioned, go take a trip or something, you know. I always wanted to see the Grand Canyon. Maybe I'll go do that. You know, go go do something fun. Give your mind a break. That's an act of rest. Okay. Um the Holy Spirit and and I'm not gonna get into a deep conversation about the Holy Spirit and the Trinity and stuff. I, I don't I don't really care for the religious conversations and debate. When I refer to the Holy Spirit, it's simply God's voice of discernment. It's that prophetic knowing on the inside of you. It's that something told me to voice. All right. Um, The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truths. That's in the word. And... um, you'll receive your next instruction through prayer. By being still quiet, allowing yourself to just kind of meditate and listen. Prayer is not always you doing all the talking. I'm sure you've heard that before. It's literally a conversation. And a conversation is when there are more than you know one person talking two or more and 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 in this case, the you and you and the heavenly Father, okay um another way to cease the voices in your head that are pressuring you. It's by gratitude. And I hate when people come at me with the clichés, you know, are you grateful and you know it's not that you're not grateful. You're grateful. You just you just want to keep it going. You just want to keep it flowing. You want to keep that cash money coming in. You want to keep the success brewing, you know. Spiritually, though, want can bring you into a place, a dry place. These are supernatural energies, powers. Gratitude, that's that gratitude lives with contentment. You know, they they live in the same place. He who is godly and content shall receive great gain and forgive me if i I don't speak the exact um King James version of scripture i I prefer uh to deliver scripture when it comes to me in a way that uh we talk now <laughs> um godliness. With contentment brings great gain. And that's simply gratitude, you know. Um, It's hard being content when you're not satisfied. But it's something about saying thank you. When you begin to thank God for what you do have, And force yourself to do this because your body is not going to want to do it. It's not going to make sense. What you're doing is you're training yourself to walk in faith. You're training your mind, your body, your spirit, the very essence of your being to be content. And that's what attracts gain. Okay. Um, Gratitude destroys that want. I don't really care for the way people misquote scripture. <laughs> I might even do it myself, but I'll probably correct it if I say something wrong um, in another podcast. But they just run with it like that's what it is. But I hear a lot of people misquote. First Timothy chapter six and 10. Um, they'll say that money is the root of all evil. A dollar bill ain't never folded itself up and shot somebody. That money is not the root of all evil. It's The love of money is the root of all evil. So now I bring this up because we're still talking about being still, but if you're on that paper chase, You're getting yourself onto a path that's that may not be the most secure um, because the foundation is shallow. You want a foundation that's grounded in purpose, you want a foundation that's spiritually grounded, an anchor. Money comes and goes, and like I said, you know it's not that the money is evil, it's the love of it that's the whole point of the passage when you're when you're when you're pining for it, when the money when you want want want. It literally can pull you away from the prosperity that you are going after into poverty. Now, some people would disagree with me and say, well, baby girl, you're wrong because this is how I got my money. I went after it. Good for you. And I believe in God, too. Great for you. I'm just trying to enforce a healthy mindset while you do so, so that you can have that balance of it, not just all being about the money. And if you were to lose that money and no longer have it and God shut those windows, you'll still be okay. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, During the Great Depression, there were millionaires that committed suicide when they lost all their money. This has happened for generations upon generations. People not having a spiritual foundation to survive when. The success, glitz, glamour, and finances stop because that became their God. That's what I'm referring to. Want will magnetically pull you away from a healthy mindset of prosperity to. Continue producing. And if you lose it all one day, God forbid, like Job, you will still be able to move through your life in a healthy mindset. Sure, it's going to be devastating. Sure, you're going to experience um, grief and, and, and hard times. But you'll have a strong foundation of prayer, of the word, of wisdom, of relationship with the heavenly father to get back up again and keep going instead of, uh, hitting the local gun shop. Okay. So it's also a form of covetousness and I'm sure you would want to know how, so I'm going to explain. You probably wouldn't even know about whatever that thing is you want so badly if you hadn't have seen somebody else with it. And I read that scripture again. First Timothy chapter six, verse six reads, but godliness with contentment is great gain. It's the gratitude, the contentment and entering into the rest of God that the devil does not want you to get a hold of that's, that's an understanding that he just wants to misconstrue. I'm sure he's talking to you right now with a bunch of, uh, rebuttals. You probably talking to me, uh, responding to this podcast. I can't hear you. Um, with the, I disagree and that's not true. This, that and the other, that's fine. But if it's just one thing I've said that resonates with your spirit, take that. Chew the meat, spit out the bone. Don't throw the baby out with the bath water. He doesn't want you to get a hold of that understanding. And I'm going to say it again. The gratitude, the contentment, and the entering into the rest of God. Because that way, if you you grab a hold of that understanding, he's not going to have any more control over you. what you're looking at are temptations being dangled in front of you and those are going to cause you to step out of the position that God has you in takes your focus some of you maybe you listening to me right now you've been right on the brink of receiving and then what, what does the devil do he'll Take away your desire to worship. You'll slip back into fear. You'll start panicking. You'll start praying. You don't feel like reading your word. It no longer interests you. It's not doing anything for you. You become discouraged now. Your motivation is slowly becoming godless and more materialistic as the days go by. Because now you're in panic grind mode. Not a healthy grind, but a panic grind. That's an unhealthy grind. Some people say, well, you know, some people focus under pressure. Some people fold under pressure. But again... There's that demonic, satanic pressure, and then there's that godly pressure. You got to know the difference. You know the difference by the fruit that it produces. You know, and I'm exaggerating. If at the end of the day, (laughs) you look in the mirror and you look like you just touched an electrical socket spiritually mentally, emotionally and psychologically where life is just drawn out of you there's you haven't been fed you haven't blessed anybody it's just been soulless then yeah that pressure is not from the Heavenly Father. you'll know it if it brings for a sin. Where it's from. It's not from God. You have to look at the fruit. What What is it producing? Okay. Fear brings forth sin. Like fear conceives it. Faith will put you in a place of obedience. And obedience is usually... God asking you to do something that's uncomfortable. It's outside of your comfort zone. So pray for courage. Pray for boldness. To step outside your comfort zone. And when it comes down to that sin... Like the word says, after the sin has gone forth, it brings death. Then you got to start all over again. So why even waste time going down that path? When you could just be obedient. Sure, what God is asking you to do may not make sense. He wants you to enter into a rest. He wants you to just be still. He wants you to cease from cease from your grind right now. And this is this message is for a season. There're going to be other seasons where God is saying, I need you to get back on that grind. But life is a collection of seasons. And it's okay for you to rest and replenish. Okay? And it delays the breakthrough. Yeah, you know, you got to start all over again because you didn't want to listen the first time. Why waste that time? Just do what he's asking you to do now. That's a cycle. And it could be broken with one act of obedience. No, it's not going to be comfortable it may even be some foreign territory you have to step into if it's foreign then that means that you're these are going to be this is going to be a different environment um a different uh way of communicating maybe new people um a new landscape be excited though what is life if there are no new experiences? So, and I think that that's all for today. We'll finish up on another podcast because resting is like a whole entire sermon. And then there is a lot that I could add to this, but I really feel like this is just enough for you right now to chew on. It's okay. Be still and know that I am God. That's that's what the Lord says. It's okay. And you're going to be glad that you took this time out. In this time, you're going to get the revelation that you need because when this period of rest is over, you will know where to go from here. And it will be in perfect timing. Nothing lost. Be still, trust, and let them lead you. Till next time, this is Lauren. I look forward to talking with you. Thank you for listening in to Simple Wisdom Podcast.